You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we're your hosts today for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining us. And great interview already this morning, Chris. Yeah, it was great with Teresa. We could have done a whole hour with we her. We could have. We didn't even get to Joy. No, no. So I we'll know. have to have her back. She's the- I almost... But but again, uh, this is your show, not mine. Oh, what? So <laughs> I almost was going to propose uh, that we extend her into the second half hour, but that was her first time being on yeah. uh, Real Presence Radio. So it'd be, you know, she's probably like, oh, I'm, you know, I get to be done here at nine thirty. So yeah, no. she did look at the clock at the break. She did. She did. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be nice to her. Not next time, maybe not so much. Right. Exactly. Not so much. So. Lots of big things have happened in our diocese, I would say, in the last couple of years, especially yeah. the last year and a yeah. half. New so, bishop. New bishop. And he is a shaker and a mover. A shaker and a mover. Yeah, most people say mover and shaker, but that's okay, Heather. It's all right. I like to be original. <laughs> I like to be cool. Yes, you do. Yes, gonna, you are. I'm going to start a new trend. Yeah, shaker and a mover. Shaker and a mover. There we go. He's shaking and a moving. So he has a theme, or that's not what he's calling it. Yeah, so there is a diocesan vision that he received. You know, and for a long time we talked about. So, uh, folks have listened to Real Presence Live have heard about this vision uh, mm-hmm. over the last several months. But um, we're going to get to the exciting announcement here in a little bit. Um, we've early on we talked about it as Bishop de Grude's vision uh, for the diocese of Sioux Falls, but really it's not. It's the Lord's vision for the diocese of Sioux Falls, which Bishop de Grude received uh, in prayer. Last late last winter, early in the spring. So, um, so folks from our diocese are not just as a, a refresher. Bishop Donald DeGrude was ordained as inst- and installed as our bishop. Uh, do you know what date it was, Heather? Do you know? It was February. It's before his, day before his birthday. Yes. 13th? Yes, because his birthday is Valentine's Day. Just like another favorite of Real Presence Radio's Monsignor Charles Mengen. Yes. Um, so Monsignor Mengen, priest of the Diocese of Falls, and Bishop DeGrude of the Diocese of Falls both have val- are Valentine's babies. And my grandfather. And your grandfather. <laughs> and millions of other people. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bishop DeGrude was ordained and installed on February 13th. And sometime the, within those next couple months, uh, as uh, he's he's spoken about this often, um, as he was reflecting on the direction that the Lord wanted him to lead our diocese, mm-hmm. this this phrase and it, it wasn't fully formed initially, but the kernel of it was there and just became fully formed um, in the following months. Just became clear that the Lord wanted to hit, lead the diocese of Sioux Falls, and in this particular way, which is life. What, what is the uh, vision for the Diocese of Sioux Falls? Heather, as a member, parishioner, um, participant in some of the programs offered in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, what is the Diocesan uh, vision? Do you lifelong discipleship? I'm forgetting a word through God's love. Very close. Very good. Good. You you receive a pat. Oh, more than a passing grade. Lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. Lifelong Catholic missionary. So I was forgetting two words. Yeah, and so we won't. We won't. We would. We don't want to get into the details of what that means because if people are interested and intrigued, we'll. 
tell a little bit, but they'll have an opportunity soon yes. to learn more. Yes, they will. So I find it very interesting. I'm going to take a step back. I, I, I've experienced, so being in the Diocese of Rapid City, we've gone through a couple bishops. Yep. And then here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, Bishop Swain, Bishop Carlson, a few bishops. I don't know if I've experienced a bishop that talks so much about what he's heard in prayer. Ooh. Have you? That's a great point. Uh, great observation. I don't know that I have either. I, yeah, I, I, I started, moved to, started working for the Diocese of Sioux Falls under Bishop Carlson mm-hmm. um, a couple years before um, Pope St. John Paul II asked him to uh, take another diocese in Michigan, Saginaw, Michigan. Uh, and then all of, obviously, all of Bishop Swain's time as our bishop. Um, Which I'm sure all bishops are prayerful, obviously. But well, sir, Bishop DeGroote... Uh, unfortunately, not all uh, in the, 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 the literal sense of that, but fortunately, um, all, all of ours. our bishops have been, yes. But I don't know that any of them have talked about it as much. Yeah, and I think that's pr- maybe maybe partly... It could be, you know, personality and temperament, that sure. sort of thing. But also some of the... Um, the experiences and opportunities, for lack of a better word, the training that Bishop DeGroot has received, uh, I think, um, has given him maybe uh, a lang- both a language and a comfort mm. to talk publicly. But I think a lot of it is just his personality, too, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. So how has the the staff responded to his energy here? To his energy? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a loaded question. I know. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it, it so it is. Um, he does have a lot of energy. Um, Bishop Bishop is um, somebody who, and I think this is true of probably most of us in various ways. But when it's clear to him the direction that the Lord is asking him to go, um, he's he's fully committed. And again, I think that's common of um, all of our recent bishops, uh, going back even, even before. Um, but, but there's a way in which Bishop DeGruy does it where there's a lot of, and part of it is frankly just his age now, he's mm. mid fifties. I yeah. would like to think that people in their mid fifties still have a lot of energy. Heather, <laughs> it's coming. You're coming sooner, up on that. Sooner than, uh, um, so, so just to have him very clearly leading with that enthusiasm, that excitement. Again, and again, a lot of that just personality. Right. Um, I've been privileged and honored to work for all three bishops now, and they've all been fantastic in their own ways. Yeah. Uh, but definitely with Bishop DeGruy, there is um, uh, that, that quote-unquote youthful uh, energy and enthusiasm uh, is very exciting to, yeah. to be around. So, big announcement that came out, what, a couple of weeks ago? Yep. Yep, at the beginning of the month. So, um, f- for people around the diocese, uh, Sioux Falls in particular, but certainly it's, it's open to anybody. But as as we were thinking about how can we help people who've heard about the vision, um, but they want to take the next step. Like, I, I feel like the Lord is asking me to do something, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure what that is. I feel like the Lord is asking, this vision is has piqued my interest, 
but I'm not sure what to do next. Sure. Uh, we have a great opportunity for those and anybody who's really desiring to live the life that God has created just for them. Uh, an opportunity for people to respond to God's call to do something more for him. And that is the Through God's Love Conference, which is going to be held on Saturday, October 30th, starting at 9 in the morning here in Sioux Falls at the Sioux Falls Convention Center. Um, through God's love, so it's it's the tail end if right. you, of the vision, but it, that's really the foundation um, and the motivating force for this vision. Why lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship? How lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship? For what reason? Uh, because of God's love. God's love for me. God's love for you. God's love for every person who we encounter, interact um, with on a daily basis. The reason for this vision is because of God's love for each of us and all of us. Hmm. So we're going to have this, this, it's going to be a fantastic day, an opportunity for people to come with other folks in similar situations, maybe excited, enthused, intrigued by the vision, Mm -hmm. but desiring to think more about what does this look like in my own life? Maybe me as an individual, maybe me as a family or us as a family, maybe us as a parish community, whatever the scope is, um, we want to give people tools, um, resources, insights, enthusiasm, and opportunities above all for prayer where they can begin to get a clearer sense of what God is inviting them to do. Well, and I think that is so key right now because I feel like for years we've been talking about the new evangelization. Yeah, yes, yep. And we've heard it a thousand times, yep. but this is like, finally, meat. Like, give me something to do. Me? Oh, right. Yes. 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 So, so this is, <laughs> right. Meat. What, okay. okay wait, wait. I, I, I was letting that hang because it was funny. Uh, <laughs> I suddenly looked up. Yeah. So here, here in the Dice of Falls, for decades, decades, we've been talking about the new evangelization. I've been talking about the new evangelization, and people have been doing things. Yeah. Uh, but this is, is, is a really concerted, large scale, uh, and not a standalone effort. So here, in the, we, we've uh, been talking about this vision for half a year. Well, some people, like the clergy of the diocese who falls, uh, heard about this vision. The, the, the staff of, of the diocese heard about this vision back in 2020, um, wow. over a year ago. But really, been doing a push in the last six-ish months f- to get the spread the word about this is a vision that. Um, Bishop is inviting every Catholic in East River, South Dakota, to respond to this. My, the term that I've been using is "it's the rallying cry," hmm. uh, and, and 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 Bishop DeGrood is not. Um, it's not a program that's being imposed or mandated. It's a call to action. It's a, it's a call to arms. It's yeah. It's it's a call. Let's again a rallying cry. This is the direction that I'm sensing as the shepherd, um, as the high priest for the diocese of Sioux Falls for Eastern South Dakota. This is the direction that I'm sensing the Lord wants us to go. I'm going. Who's with me? Wow. That's that's. that's let's, go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> So this is going to be um, somewhere between a conference and a festival. 
and a retreat. Mm. Actually, between a conference and a retreat, it's like a festival. So for people from um, people have been around the diocese for a long time, the Journey to Holiness conferences that we had back leading up to the millennium, the year two thousand. I don't think I wasn't I was, here yet. I wasn't you here, here yet. yet. Uh, more recently, the Legacy events that I we loved had, that. Uh, capping off with, with the Legacy event uh, in twenty fifteen, where again you're going to have keynote speakers, breakouts, but also time for prayer, confession, mass with the bishop, adoration, praise and worship, prayer teams. Uh, we're going to talk more about it here after after our break, but it really is going to be a fantastic day for people to get a clearer sense of what God is asking them to do to respond to this vision that he gave to Bishop DeGroote. Love it. More with Dr. Chris Bergwald. Bergwald? Yeah, whatever his if name is. I can is. say his name. Right after this break, we'll be right back with more Real Presence Live right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. I would say um, where Catholic Radio has played a pretty important role in my faith is I, I'm a scientist, so I, I think of everything kind of in knowledge and intellectual terms. So Catholic Answers helped a lot because I might have some questions or I, I, there was a lot that I wasn't aware of. And it always seems like the callers' questions were just timed perfectly for whatever I was wondering about or had questions about. So I was able to learn kind of piece by piece and, and build. And now with kids, yeah, I really like to hear Dr. Ray's show with all the little discipline tips because he makes it so simple. Yeah. Um, I think for me, you know, the history has, has been really interesting. You know, I grew up Catholic and we went to Sunday school and, and religious education, but you can always learn more and there's just, you know, there's only so much that you can learn, I mean, when you're just going once a week to religious education. So for me, it's just been really interesting to learn, you know, why do we do this or where did this come from or, you know, or to be able to answer questions when people have them. I think that's been the biggest help. How do you know when someone may be contemplating suicide? I'm Father Chris Alar. This person will often exhibit certain warning signs, indicators such as their talk, like killing themselves or having no purpose in life, their behavior, like drug abuse, withdrawal from others, or abnormal sleep patterns, or their mood, like being depressed or having anxiety, can all be warning signs. So mental health professionals are now encouraging you to engage in dialogue with those who appear to be at risk. By talking openly about suicide, asking if they are okay, and listening to their feelings, you may save their life. To find out more, please visit suicideandhope.com. So I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And you're listening to Real Presence Live. If you've missed any of our great conversation we've had so far, always check us out on realpresenceradio.com or download our app, and you can find our podcasts on any platform you choose. Podcasts on any platform. Platform podcast. Podcast platform. Thank you. Real Presence Live. You're not doing any commercials for us anytime soon. Oh. 
Okay. <laughs> platform. <laughs> platform I'm, podcast. Podcast platform. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I love it. So we've been talking about the Diocese of Sioux Falls mission, vision. Yep. And then the conference that'll yep. be coming up. Through God's Love, Saturday, October 30th. By the way, sfcatholic.org slash TGL, as in Through God's Love. TGL. sfcatholic.org slash TGL. You can get, I mean, there's, and we'll probably talk about a little bit about some of these things, but a sense of the day. We talked about the elements of the day already, mm-hmm. uh, but we're going to have, again, keynotes with Bishop DeGrude, breakout speakers, uh, women's panel, men's panel, Ooh. all sorts of fantastic things. Again, so, all of which is about helping you to respond to God's call to do something more for Him. So is this just for Eastern South Dakota? Uh, no. So this kind of goes back to the new evangelization thing you talked about. So to me, the way that sometimes I've explained the diocesan vision, this is what the vision, or this is what the new evangelization is going to look like for the foreseeable future in the Diocese of Sioux Falls. So it's sort of like... It's not a year's particular theme. Sh- no. It's like bigger correct, than that. Correct. Um, this is the particular shape that the new evangelization is going to take in our diocese. But it is, I mean, anybody, you don't have to, you don't have to be a member of the diocese of Sioux Falls, first of all, to attend. And I really think that anybody who has any desire uh, to, to live the life that God has created just for them will find this to be a fantastic and very meaningful um, and powerful day, a, a spirit-filled day. Well, and I don't know if it's because I, I've hung around you too much. It's, that's not possible, Heather, just so you know. Okay. Right. But <laughs> it seems like a lot of people are talking about God put you in this moment, in this day, in this time, in this place for a reason. That seems to be discussed a lot lately. Uh, well, you maybe have heard that from me a lot. Um, uh, but others, I think, well, I think we're just becoming... This has always been true, but for whatever right. reason, I guess I, I'm going to put it this way. I think the Holy Spirit just wants each of us to recognize um, that he has created us on purpose and for a purpose. So every one of us um, has been specifically created by God um, out of love. Yeah. Uh, and God has given every one of us a purpose, um, a reason, uh, a, a part to play in his plan for the salvation of the cosmos. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is that when I've talked to certain people, they feel it. They're like, ah, who am I? Who am I? And I love that message that you're sending out because... It's like, you don't have to be Dr. Chris Bergwald. I don't have to be somebody else. I just have to be me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all we're called to do. And I love the, the variety that this conference is offering so that you can find your niche and really pray about what is God calling you to do? Because guess what? He is calling you to do something. He is. And he's given you and will give you everything that you need to Amen. do it. So it's not like, you know, sometimes we sort of joke about, you know, like, kick, empty nest, sorry, but <laughs> kicking, kicking people out of the nest. All right, go do it. Well, the Lord never, quote unquote, kicks us out of the nest because he's always with us. Mm-hmm. Pope Francis, Jesus Christ is at your side every day to enlighten, strengthen, 
and free you. Uh, the Holy Spirit is the agent, the animator of the new evangelization. The Holy Spirit is present with us and within us to give us the words, to give us the little nudges that we need. And we have to cooperate, certainly. Yeah. Uh, but, but he is always with us. The Father is pouring out upon us his love, his tenderness, his mercy, every moment of our day, every moment of our lives. So we're never, it's not like, you know, the Trinity standing there sort of eating popcorn. See ya. All right. Good, with that, good luck with that, Bergwald. Let's see how he does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no. Um, he loves us deeply and gives us everything that we need to fulfill the rule. So frankly, the way, I mean, there's different images that can work here, but one that I really love is it, it's, it's the parable of the vineyard um, from the gospels that Jesus gives us. But one of the images that I really love is, um, and sometimes for me, it's the father, sometimes it's Jesus, but uh, he, he's working the vineyard and he's, he's beckoning me. Hmm. He's beckoning you. Come, come on. Give me a hand here. So again, um, as, as a mother, mm-hmm. it's you inviting your daughter into the kitchen to help make bake cookies. You could do it on your own, but you love your daughter and you rejoice and delight in her. And so you want her to come alongside you, if you will, and to do this work. Not because you need her, but because you love her and yeah. you want her to participate in the work that you're doing. So similarly, the father... Could, 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 first, Jesus did save the world when he died on the cross. Right. But the, 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 the working out of that salvation, could he do that quote unquote on his own? Yeah. But that's not his plan. From the beginning, he called ordinary schmucks, James and Joes, um, to work alongside. James and Johns. <laughs> exactly. To work alongside him in this great working out, the distribution, if you will, of the salvation that he want, would win for us on the cross and his resurrection. And he continues to do the same thing with you and me. We're ordinary. I, this is what we've talked about before about the series, The Chosen. And certainly it's not perfect, but no work of art is. Uh, certainly not a portrayal of, of the Gospels, but it's pretty darn good. Yeah. And it's very clear that uh, how they portray, it's true to life. Today we're celebrating the feast of St. Bartholomew. Uh, who um, also traditionally known as Nathaniel in the Gospels. Um, and, and we see in the Chosen that great portrayal of what we see in the Gospels. The apostles were sinners and ordinary people, mm-hmm. uh, just like you and me. But the Father loves us all. And, and just like he loved Bartholomew, he loves Heather and Chris. And he invites us alongside him to work this particular plot of the vineyard that's he, that he's given to me. The particular plot of the vineyard that he's given to you. And he wants us to work in it. And the Through God's Love Conference is just going to be about helping each of us become more clear about the tools that he's given us mm-hmm. to work our plot and what the plot might look like. Beautiful. Any of the speakers lined up yet? All the speakers are lined up. Get out of this town. Seriously. So, yeah, um, the, key, the first keynoter, the keynoter, is Bishop Donald DeGroot. Love Bishop it. of the Diocese love of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, in case. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> Our closing keynoter uh, is coming to us from the deep south, that is Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, <laughs> uh, Father Jeff Lorick. 
uh, Father Jeff Gorg, very gifted priest of the Diocese who falls. Um, uh, much uh, Omaha also, um, we think of the Diocese of Omaha, Archdiocese of Omaha, it's an Archdiocese, the, the city of Omaha, you know, a million plus people. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of rural parishes. So mm-hmm. it's very akin to Sioux Fa- uh, the Diocese of Falls that way, sort of the big city, but then lots of rural parishes, rural people. Um, so what is this vision? What does it look like to live out this vision in both a city, but also a rural mm-hmm. setting? So Father Jeff will do that. Our MC for the day is Emily Leadham, uh, Executive Director of Catholic Family Services, longtime uh, previous uh, staffer in the Di- Discipleship and Evangelization Office with the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Uh, and then we've got a, a keynote, or, sorry, a panel discussion, breakout discussion for women in the morning, um, and then at the same time, panel discussion for men as well. Um, so with women, what, a panel of women who have already responded to the diocesan vision and what that might look like. Uh, the men's panel is going to be about, about a, it's a group of, of young dads, uh, husbands and fathers in their early 30s hmm. who are responding to this vision in themselves and, and trying to draw their wives and their kids closer to the Lord. Love it. Uh, the afternoon, we're going to have breakouts, a couple breakout sessions um, around prayer, about what this looks like as you're living out the vision, sort of the apostolic outreach, um, learning about our faith, how, how uh, learning about our Lord and our faith helps us to love our Lord and mm-hmm. our faith more fully. Uh, a variety of other breakouts as well. So um, the, the speakers, I, I, to be clear there, so Father Scott Trainer, Eric Gallagher, and myself, uh, together with Father Jeff Lorig are the afternoon breakout nice. session speakers. What age group? Yeah, so um, certainly at a minimum for adults, but then we would even say high schoolers, maybe even junior high, who are sort of mature in their faith. Sure. um, And, and, well, frankly, they're intrigued by that Asus and Vision. Frankly, I'd say... Um, the age question is answered by this question. Are you intrigued by the diocesan vision? Hmm. Um, and you might be uh, a 14-year-old who's yeah. intrigued by the diocesan vision. Come. Now, the, the, um, yeah, yeah, the, the breakouts, the keynotes, there will be something there for everybody. I love it. I love it. So we, we're going to, I want to be, you can see this in the schedule, but um, the, final, the closing keynote is going to be at 4 o'clock, but we're inviting people, first of all, to go get dinner at that point, but then come back. Doors will reopen at 6 p.m. 6.30 p.m., we're going to have adoration with some praise and worship, time for confession, time for um, prayer ministry as well. So the, so the day doesn't really end at 4 o'clock. Um, there's a little dinner pause, and then it'll really, really conclude with just a beautiful time of, of adoration and praise and worship music and prayer and confession. Love it. Yeah, it's going to be a great, great day. I'm excited. I can't wait for it. Website information. sfcatholic.org slash TGL, as in through God's love. If you guys have catholic.org, you should see it. I think it's right there at the top of the diocesan webpage as well. Okay. Beautiful. And then... Oh, I should say, by the way, there's, right now there's early bird ticket pricing, $50. Uh, that's going to increase to $60 here uh, in a couple of weeks. Okay. So, folks... So, um, it's already open. It's, uh, yeah, registration's open. <clears throat> uh, people have been registering over the last couple of weeks. So, please uh, take advantage of that early bird pricing. Are you going to have a cutoff? Um, w- uh, we're going to max out. We will max out. The cutoff, it will be, uh, I would imagine, by a week or so before the event will okay. have maxed out. Okay. So, sign up now. All right. Well, folks, more coming up with Sarah Hofflander right after this. Stay with us. <laughs> 